Domestic Dawn, Josh Landers in the dungeon again of the garage. And it's been, uh, whew, it's been a while. It's been a good uh, month. I don't know when the last one I did uh, was, but tumultuous times. Um, uh, if you hear a whir in the background, it's, that's the fucking air conditioner going on October 14th because the state doesn't have any seasons anymore. There's two seasons. There's fire season and then there's not fire season. And that's about it. That's the only thing that happens now in the state of California. Uh, when I was a kid, when I grew up, it was pretty normal to have Santa Ana winds in fucking Southern California come in, fire danger through October. But San Diego, or fuck, it's a desert. Southern California shouldn't have rivers. They don't have rivers. It's a fucking desert. Um, but up here, you would think with fucking uh, tree, pine trees, and the redwoods not too far from here, a couple hours north, you would think it would get cool by this time of year. But no, not anymore. Uh, it's fucking 96 degrees today. It's supposed to be 97 tomorrow, 94 the next. I don't know. But we're on a red flag alert yet again. So PG&E can just stop our power, which will probably be good because I won't be able to do this dumb shit uh, for my five listeners. But I'm sure hopefully it won't happen. The wind is picking up a little bit. Uh, the garage again is hot. Uh, I might have to turn on a fan a little bit. So you might fucking hear that shit going on too. And I'm really trying to set up more of a studio look to this garage. I'm looking for a desk. Uh, I'm looking for a, a, an actual chair that's not a fucking broken uh, pseudo lazy boy here. And just I need more space to put this stuff on. And I haven't done videos for a while. I'll get back to those at some point. Uh, I'll let my fucking rosacea co uh, clear up on my face. And my fucking eyes, burning eyes from the smoke. Uh, and whenever the smoke was heaviest my eyes were just fucking bleeding and they're still hurting a little bit for whatever reason maybe it's the heat now maybe it's the lack of sleep every single night it's anxiety mixed with depression mixed with the unknown mixed with drinking too much mixed with trying to do something anything to fucking sleep better nothing works melatonin doesn't work i've been doing yoga a little bit more meditating trying to do shit like that go on streaks of drinking less, uh, but I still wake up in not a panic at two o'clock in the morning, but just a, all right, I guess I'm up now from two, might doze in and out here for 10, 12 minutes, but from two till roughly six o'clock, I'm, I'm pretty much just up until the kids wake and they have to get ready for school and all that shit. Uh, yeah, so anyways, it's been a while. It's been a while. So welcome back, Josh. Welcome back to all the illustrious glory that is this podcast, which is reaching, I think I'm getting almost a thousand views uh, over the last fucking year and a half, so it took that long. Uh, anyways, it's never going to happen for me. It's just never going to happen. But I'm still a genius. Uh, I'm still a, a, a Nostradamus to a certain extent. Uh, I'm still a talent that has yet to be recognized on many, many creative fronts. Uh, and there's really a select few of people, probably zero, who actually know that uh, outside of myself. Uh, so fires, that was a big one, what was that, a week and a half ago? Uh, too close for comfort. We couldn't actually see the flames, but it was a good maybe a three and a half, four miles away and, and kind of approaching our area where we live. Uh, and of course, uh, half the city had to evac evacuate from the east and they had to go west and we're kind of in the south uh, east to a certain extent but we're ready uh smoke in the sky like fucking falling angels i mean just ashes everywhere 
I've seen pictures in other areas where there are ashes bigger than softballs uh, or pieces of ash falling from the sky, burnt leaves all over the car, just sort of this ashy white residue all over the old Subaru, the old lesbian subes that we have and all over my truck. And it's it was it was fucking disastrous. And of course, I'm in the garage breathing all the shit in. I'm putting the, the toolie on top of the car. I'm getting stuff ready to just flee at any moment. And I'm breathing all this shit in. I try to put a fucking mask on my face, which would actually do something with the smoke. I don't know if it does anything for COVID. Even though I still wear one, I still wear a mask. I'm not saying that. I'm not one of those people. But I'm breathing in this fucking this air for three hours, just trying to, you know, what do I do? And my escape is the garage. I don't have anywhere else to go. So I just kept walking in and out, checking shit, making sure we have things just in case we have to camp. Uh, just in case we have to uh, sleep on the fucking side of, of the freeway somewhere with the other skid row bums that make up about 19% of the California population, it seems like now. Um, maybe I should just become one of those bums. But I, it, it hurts the chest. Uh, you know, it hurts the chest a little bit. So now we have this respiratory failure with COVID and this cough. And I'm like, oh, do I have it? Or did I just ingest 900 cigarettes in the, in the course of two hours? I don't know, uh, but we were ready, and we, were, we still have a backpack just in case this fucking red flag shit comes up again over the weekend, over the next few days. And then again, it goes back to 70 degrees next week. Uh, last week, it was nice. There was three or four days where I'm like, ah, oh, this is it. Mist rolling over the golden hills of Northern California. Uh, and uh, just the, the glorious feeling of fall finally coming into the air, leaves falling, even though you know, this fucking state doesn't have a lot of changing leaves like other parts of the country or the world. But we, yeah, it's nice to see leaves falling, scattering across the ground instead of smoke uh, being brushed away by uh, car tires like it's a fucking snowstorm. And that's what it looked like uh, looked like on that Monday uh, of yesteryear. Um, but I don't know. And that'll bring me up, I guess, to something that might be controversial to a lot of people especially the people who are heroes out there, which we all are now. We're all heroes, all of us. I'm a hero. I've talked about this before. My dog is a hero because she was rescued. Uh, uh, every, uh, teachers are heroes. Uh, dash, uh, door dashers are heroes. I'm one of those right now. I'm, a, I'm door dashing right now because it fucking makes more money than I would get teaching right now. Um, yeah, wear and tear on the car. Feel kind of like a loser when I'm doing it, but I just don't care anymore. Uh, and I'll get a job at some other point, but in this trying time, trying time, we got to do stuff, right? We have to do things to make ends meet. Uh, I'm a hero because I go out there to a fucking Chick-fil-A at breakfast time. Uh, I never knew that was a thing. And there's some days where I'm trying to reach my 100, 125, 150 bucks, whatever, for four hours of work. And I'm just saying uh, Chick-fil-A saves me sometimes. And I like to go out in the mornings to do this shit. You know, go pick up some donuts for people. Be part of modern society. Go grab a fucking uh, Pete's coffee or a, or a mochaccino from. I don't think I don't know if Star, Starbucks does it, but just grab a frappe from somewhere and bring it to the hard workers that are out there, to the heroes who are at real estate uh, brokerage firms, the heroes who are still working in cubicles out there. Um, and again, I'm I'm putting myself in with them because I am one. We all are. And, but, well, Chick-fil-A has breakfast, I'll get that, I'll, I'll get to that later on, maybe. But the controversial thing that I wanted to bring up is that firefighters, I, I'm, I kinda, I'm kinda tired of them. 
I'm kind of tight. They're kind of douchebags. I'm not saying the career choices. I'm saying the people who are in that career. Just like a lot of people say, ACAB, all cops are bastards, which is just not true. But they all get lumped together, right? If there's a good cop out there, a really, really good cop, moral, ethical, talks to people like human beings, like maybe nurses should do and doctors more, there are good people out there who are in these jobs. But the firefighters, what I noticed lately, they're just kind of, I think people do it just because they're douchebags. One, I think they still have the same kind of militaristic attitude that cops have. And I could be wildly off here. I know some firefighters. I know some that have uh, gone through becoming maybe firefighters in the future. And I like them. I'm not saying they're a bad people. But when you become and you put that uniform on, I think it's just like any other fucking uniform. You kind of become douchey. And uh, they can't grow facial hair, which always irks me for whatever reason in any career path. Uh, they can have mustaches, I guess, trim. What does it matter if you're a firefighter? And I don't know if this is all of them. This is just the ones I've come across over the co course of the last couple of months living in this shitty area. And they blocked a whole fucking road that I would use quite a bit to get to the freeway and to the eastern part of the city to do my heroic work with my red bag that I don't use to keep food warm. While I'm delivering to those unfortunate people who can't leave the house, the shut-ins, the scared people, the COVID freaks, uh, the people, the, the single mother who's taking care of four rotten kids who can somehow afford fucking Boudin Bakery, some posh fucking San Francisco bakery. I don't know how they're affording this shit, uh, but I'm glad they am. They are because it's paying me. Uh, and But the, the, the firefighters staged... And we live about two miles from the big fairgrounds where it's not really used anymore, of course, during this time. But a big fairground. So acres and acres and acres of parking lots and where they would have, uh, I guess, horse races years ago before we moved here. Where they would have the fucking zipper that I, that I fucking puked on all the time when I was a kid at the local fair. Or the fucking, was it, octopus? Or all those Gravitron, all those fucking horrible, horrible, uh, I guess... That's probably why I'm fucking, I think that's why I'm mentally unstable at this, at this age. Because I, I went on the zipper, I think like 18 times one year in my fucking small hometown fair. That's not good. That shit rattles your brain. If you go, don't know what the zipper is, it's a big, it's a car, it's a carny fucking uh, construct. Uh, and it's, it's just a big oval shaped concoction or creation, fucking erection. I don't know. And you, there's these little caged, swinging fucking things you kind of perch on inside. Kind of like a bucket. Not bucket seats, maybe? I can't remember. You're kind of half standing, half sitting. And then you go, and this thing just goes around, and it goes horizontal. It goes vertical. And all these free-swinging little contraptions that you're stuck in with little metal cages uh, in front of you so you don't fucking fall out, probably. And the carny puts a little latch on there so you, don't, you can't open the door from the inside. But you, you can spin these things on your own. They're, they're self What's the word I'm looking for? Self-motivated? Self-loathing? No, that's me. They're uh, self-constrained. I don't know. They fucking move. They, they can move on their own. And you can swing them. And I went on a friend went, went with a friend. And we went, like I said, 17 or 18 times that night. And we could see how many times we could fucking spin. And I remember just almost having a concussion-like feeling at, at the tender age of 11 or 12 or whatever I was. And I don't know if I puked that time. But that's... That, okay, that's neither here nor there. You guys know what I'm talking about. We miss them. We miss the carnies. We miss the fucking cotton candy and the fucking John Holmes-sized corn dogs. We miss that shit. 
But what I don't miss is that the fairgrounds are now the, the hub, the stage point, staging point for firefighters. Not all local firefighters, people that come from other different places. I saw guys from Oregon. I heard some of them talk when I was waiting in line places or in stores. It's fine. Fine, people. Fine. Except for the ones that are not. Uh, and I just got a little bad that they, they closed down this whole fucking street. And one time they were barricading it. And this is not the firefighters' fault. But there was no signs. There's a security guard kind of guy and a little, you know, security guard fucking uh, uh, thin jacket, whatever they call him, windbreaker. Uh, and he's, he's standing there with his other, other buddy. They're just sitting there talking on their, you know, their cell phones, texting, fucking checking fantasy football, whatever. And I'm going straight because that's where my home is. So I start going and they're like, no, 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 wait, you can't. They say, where the fuck's the barricade? There's no signs. So I kind of yell at him when I do a U-turn. I put a fucking sign up. But that's not, that's not the firefighter's fault. That's the security agency's fault. And then, of course, the next day, there's these big fucking signs that say, please, no entry, uh, security guards on both ends of this thoroughfare street. Do I fault the firefighters for that? Yeah, kind of. Uh, but I also default that the, the, the hero escape, the hero aspect that they're given, the status. And, and these guys, I know they work. I'm going to get, like I said, flack from the three people that are listening. But you work like five months out of the year. The other time you're eating chili, right? And fucking putting peanut butter on a Dalmatian's nutsack. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. The only fucking thing I know about firefighting is shit I've seen on TV. The people that I know who have done it. And that fucking Dennis Leary show. I can't remember what that was called on FX. That's it. That's all I know. But when you see them in the store, they're all kind of young, uh, uh, smooth-faced they just look kind of douchey. I can't explain it. And they had the badge. They got the tucked in shirt. They're all polished. Even though they're fucking, they should have soot on their faces. They should look like an 18th century fucking or 19th century Charles Dickens character. A fucking, a person who has to go down fucking chimney to sweep them out. That's what they should look like. And I know, I know they look like that on the front lines. I know they're talented people and brave souls. Uh, but we're all brave now. We're all brave. All of us. We're so brave. I just don't like that response, and I never have because I'm a cunt. That's it. It's something that, for whatever reason, has always kind of irked me about any heroic type of career. You chose that career, right? So you chose to be a hero, and your actions are part of your job. Uh, I chose to be a loser. I don't get any hero uh, love for choosing this life. Choosing a life where I, I, I'm trying to do the most minimal I can in life. Uh, trying to do creative things, trying to make a, a name or a world for myself that I'm fucking happy in and where I can actually succeed in what I want to succeed in, but I'm still a bum traipsing from job to job to job that I don't want to get stuck in. Isn't that heroic too? So you can just categorize me and you can lump me in with the firefighters out there. All right? You could do it because that's what I'm asking you to do. No, not asking. That's what I'm telling you to do. All right. I've had a, we've had a lot of stuff that's happened over the course of the last couple of weeks. Um, that Christy Teigen thing that's been done ad nauseum, but that was very disturbing. That's just, again, celebrities being fucking celebrities and they're, they're a dying breed. They're a dying culture. I think, I hope, I hope that the uh, celebrity status syndrome, the celebrity, uh, um, fucking, uh, immersion into our culture the, fantas the, the fantasized lifestyle 
of celebrities, and I know they're talented. I know they're wildly uh, uh, important to society and entertainment to get us our, our minds off the mundane or the fear or the cultural sort of uh, biased nature that is out there, the ideas that are really starting to press in on our lives. I understand that, but she can shut the fuck up about her, her uh, miscarriage. And if she wants to say it's sad, great. If she wants to post something, fine. But not pictures, please. Not pictures. I wanted to see. I wanted to see it. And that sounds really bad. If you're gonna post yourself with your wildly rich husband and talented guy as well, why can't we see the miscarriage? It wasn't. A, was it a baby yet? Is that is that wrong to say? Is that unethical? Uh, my wife had a miscarriage years ago before we had our beautiful daughter, and it was tough. It was tough. I didn't go on social media to tell people about it. I called people or texted them, and it was only seven weeks into it. So it was sad. We knew that, and we knew we were going to try again. Uh, but why do we have to put this out to the world? Why do, do they have to do that? Why do celebrities have to? Why does anybody have to do that? Twitter is fucking evil. Facebook is evil. Instagram is evil, even though that's the one I kind of like the most because it seems like it's the least of that outside of the fucking influencers. TikToks, yeah, it's, it's, it's hit and miss. And what the fuck happened to TikTok? Wasn't it supposed to go away? I thought we're banning it because China owns it. What happened to that? Trump, right? Or Biden? Who's gonna, no one's banned TikTok. Um, but you shouldn't, you shouldn't post shit like that on, on social media. Just keep it private. If you wanna go to like a news outlet, if you wanna go to fucking TMZ, cause they're gonna find that shit anyways, cause they're a bunch of heathens and fucking g grotesque, uh, almost serial killer-like in terms of their uh, attention to celebrity and trying to find the goods on them, like going through their trash, peeking through their windows. They're voyeurs. Maybe not serial killers. It's, it's, a, it's a voyeuristic job to work at TMZ or to, be, to work for any of these entertainment rags. You got to be a voyeur and you really don't, you probably don't like yourself that much. Uh, what was that great film that was made in, the, I think it was the 60s, uh, it's all about voyeurism. God damn it, what's the fucking name? It's creepy. It's not really a horror movie. It's kind of not even a thriller. It's just a strange movie. God damn it, what the fuck's it called? But the guy's a, uh, he's like a, a photographer, but he's creepy at the same time as voyeur. I have to look that shit up. What the fuck was it called? It was a good movie. I think it was black and white. I, I can't remember. Very ominous. Very, had a, had a noir, a very noirish theme or feeling to it. Um, but yeah, Tegan, shut up. And the one that, that was probably even worse, or that kind of was what my, my son would say is cringy, um, would be the celebrity naked vote thing. And how sick are we of this? Uh, and I know there's other tons of other podcasts who have talked about this, but I can talk about it too, because no one's listening. But who cares? It's just like people who post on Facebook your I voted sticker. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you voted. Good for you. Good for you. It's fantastic that you vote. It's a total privilege and a right that all people in a democracy should have is to vote. I'm not debating the, the worth of it, uh, where our votes actually go or count towards. Not, nothing like that at all. I'm just saying you're being a pretentious, showy douchebag when you put your I voted sticker on any form of social media, who cares? Does it make you feel better because you did that? 
right? I don't post a picture of my dick and see like, yeah, I'm fairly average, but I'm better than you because you might have a thimble dick. I don't know. I don't know. But chicks, you know, they post shit with their tits. So it might be the same. Maybe the voting sticker is like your, a tit. It's just like, well, I got them. I got to show them. I got to flaunt them. I just don't care. I got my mail on ballot. I got that. I got to fill it out this weekend. I will put it in some uh, uh, probably pseudo mailbox that will be going to a, a barn fire or a dumpster fire at some point. I don't know where that my vote's going. Probably nowhere. But I'll still do it. But I'm not doing anything with the sticker. I'll give it to my daughter and she can put it on her fucking folder. I don't know. She still likes stickers, I think. She's seven. But that is kind of the, the preachiness. The soapbox kind of pedestal. Uh, the uh, fucking finger waving sig- signal, virtually, uh, virtual signaling, whatever you want to call it, that the naked celebrities calling out a vote. It was just as bad as that fucking Gal Gadot Imagine song with all the other celebrities cooped up in their fucking uh, million dollar homes in Malibu when the whole, whole COVID started. And you thought that song, you guys singing it, was really going to keep us together as a culture? It, it made it worse. It broke us down even more. It made everything more debatable. And this naked, and then the one that disappointed me, Chris Rock, which I, I still like. But what do you do with a naked fucking vote ad for? Sarah Silverman, yeah, wildly talented with fucking pretty massive cans. Uh, and she's covering them up and she said, I'm naked, vote. You know, just enough. Enough. And there goes a the fucking air conditioning. Um, so you'll hear a hum in the background. It's not my, uh, it's not my fucking prostate uh f- faltering um but th- th- that's enough the celebrity they need to ed- die they need to end they need to be uh, they need to get their self-importance somehow away from our culture but i don't know if we can do that i don't know if they can there's still the bachelorette i think is still on we still have fucking masked singer shows we still have we still have abc and nbc sitcoms which i don't even know what they are anymore uh, meet the fucking uh, uh, Goldsteins or fucking meet the, the uh, other what's another Jew name the Lebowski no, that's not, is that Jewish was the big Lebowski was he Jewish is that Polish um, anyway I don't I, are these shows still on do they have any relevance what's I think they do but not to me because I'm better than you I'm better than those people who watch celebrities athletes too sorry to take a drink of water there because of fucking the heat and the smoke still in my lungs. Uh, athletes are no different and no better. All right. Okay. Oh, it's almost Halloween. So we got to what? Uh, two weeks from Saturday. Fucking Halloween on a Saturday. It's fantastic. As a kid, that was the best. Friday or Saturday night, Halloween. Awesome. So I've gone through a couple of those in my 42 years. Uh, you know, at, at, at eight or how? What's, I can't do math. Uh, however many times has there's been a Friday or Saturday fucking Halloween without leap year? Uh, great. Fantastic. Love it. But is Halloween going to happen? If I was more of a Twitter person, uh, I would put a poll out there. Will Halloween happen or not? Is there going to be trick-or-treating or not? I heard there's a fucking contraption, and I'm sure it's something you could buy at fucking Spirit Halloween Store or Amazon. It's like a tube. Or people are making them out of shit. It's like a tube... That you could stand at your door, some fucking mob of kids want candy, and you, you slide a fucking Baby Ruth or a Butterfinger through this tube, and it, it goes down in their bag. It's not like one of those tubes that banks used to have, that the compressed air or whatever they were. 
is this is just like you slide it down in their bag because you got to keep that six feet of distance. But people, what fucking retards don't, what people don't realize, and yes, I just called people retard. What they don't realize is that the the arm, if you're a, a regular size adult and not fucking stumpy, fucking T Rex arms, you have about three feet of length on one arm, right? At least two to three feet. And if you kind of do a little bit of a step back, and that kid is not going to have the longest arms. Unless you have these fucking morons that still come out at 18 years old dressed up getting free candy. You're, if you're going to have like a 9, 10-year-old kid, they're going to be able to reach at least a good 2, 3 feet as well. With a step back. So this little fucking kid dressed up like Miley Cyrus. or I don't even know what's big anymore. Um, fucking Mike from... Uh, fucking Mike Wazowski from Monsters Inc. I don't know what people are dressing up for this year. Uh, Trump, we're going to see Trump or COVID probably a few times. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein with a noose around his neck. God damn it, my fucking shit cut out. I don't know what, what you guys just heard. But I think I just said Jeffrey Epstein, uh, there should be a ch children's costume this year. How great would that be? If there's a, like, there's, I went to the spirit store with my daughter, but had to buy her some bones for her hair because she's going to be a fucking cave girl. And, of course, you see the Biden mask, the Trump mask, the Melania mask. You still have Hillary Clinton out there. I wanted a fucking Jeffrey Epstein mask. That would be fantastic. That comes with a noose. Uh, it comes with, like, a special maybe shirt with his temple on there. Or his island temple, you know, if you know. Something. You know, the great Tim Dillon, the comedian, he already made himself into the temple. So maybe that would be awesome. That would be a great fucking costume. A Jeffrey Epstein... Right, this thing keeps fucking cutting out and it's pissing me off. God, this fucking thing is a piece of shit. Microphone's fucked up. The cord's all fucked up. I'm starting to sweat now. Um, anyways, we need to get better at Halloween. And I think hopefully Hall Halloween will happen. I'm taking my daughter out. And I talked about that, I think, last time. She's going out. Uh, I'm starting to watch what I usually do more and more and more uh, really bad uh, Halloween movies. Uh, good and bad. The great and the ugly. Uh, I watched Mutant the other night. Uh, Wings Hauser movie. I think it was made in 1983, 84. Terrible. Fucking god awful. Uh, I, I, I'm getting into it now. Finally getting into it. If, once it starts fucking cooling down, if it ever does, I'm going to get more into it. Uh, I was thinking about something the other day. And I, I, I followed her on Twitter because I'm a, I'm a glorifying Twitter whore. Uh, but I followed Elvira. Do you guys remember Elvira? Where has she been? Is she still around? Or are her tits still fantastic? These are the questions that I want to know. And she still looks good. I don't know if it's that, a, a recent picture of her. Uh, I don't know if she still does any of those TV spots. Uh, I remember seeing her years ago when I went to Not Scary Farm. She had like a little sideshow that she was doing. This is probably, fuck, 2001 or two, a long time ago. But she still looked great. Uh, All right, if this microphone goes off one more fucking time, I quit. Uh, Elvira, great knockers. Just one of the best sets of Halloween turts. I mean, right? Is there any better candy apples out there than that? Uh, I don't think so. I kinda, I'm kind i going to look her up a little bit more. I'm going to see what she's been doing with her life. Uh, so Halloween, it better not happen. But I don't know. Because the, the election, I'm not going to get that into it, but I, I fucking called Trump's COVID shit. I called it. I'm fucking Nostradamus with my big fucking shark fin Junos. Right? If you put me in the water... And I was able to float a little bit, and now you just see my nose sticking up. They'll be like, that's a fleshy fucking shark fin. What is that? Fleshy with varicose veins on it. That's, that, that, that's a drunken, fleshy shark coming towards me. And I'll just swim towards those people and eat them. Uh, but uh, I called the COVID Trump thing. Called it, because I'm fucking brilliant. 
right when he had COVID, I said, it's a fucking ploy. It's a political stunt. He's going to be out of the hospital within a couple of days. And lo and behold, look at that. He came out with more makeup on, uh, probably a more of a base out there that will follow him. See, I see we can kick the shit out of COVID now. And it was just a completely political play. And right when that happened, though, I just see people exploding. They say, I hope he dies. And like, holy shit. Now we're wishing for people's deaths on our liberal side. We want to kill people. We want the masses of others that don't agree with us to die. And we want this horrific disease, which we've been, which liberals have been calling out and some conservatives and the middle ground for uh, seven months now. I was like, we need to do something, but we need to take this shit seriously. And then the leader of the free world, like him or not, you want him to die? You want, you want Mike Pence as a fucking uh, uh, vice president? I don't know if that would be better or worse, but I know there was a fly incident. Uh, it was hilarious. I knew that was going to go viral very quickly because I'm fucking, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm one of the smartest people who could see into the near future and know how media is going to market things and how the corporate world will market things. And then, of course, you see these fucking idiots on TV. They say, oh, it was, it was a fly of color. Did you guys see that? I think it was Oprah's, Oprah, Oprah's lesbian friend. What's her name? Gil? Gail? I think she said, maybe it wasn't her, I don't know. Uh, it was on one of those shows, morning shows. I don't watch them, I just watch clips because I'm a fucking dirtbag. Um, and I don't have the patience or the time or even the, the self-worth to watch a full episode of anything. I will just glimpse. But she said, is that a fly? It was a, a fly. All flies are flies of color. I've never seen a white fly. Aphids, are they white? Maggots are kind of whitish. A white fly? I never. There's green. There's big fucking horse flies. There's uh, 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 black flies matter. How's a fly a, a thing of color? That I don't get that whatsoever. So it, it, politics are dead. Just like politicians are dead. Just like entertainers are, are dead. Just like celebrities should be dead, right? But we will have a celebrity president again. This is the first one. This isn't the end. This isn't the end of it. We'll get some liberal. Uh, 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 showman up there show woman show see how see how i'm showing my diversity uh but i can't say anything about gender still because that gets people in trouble so i won't go there even though i've done it many many times even in class to college students and high school students alike and i can see the looks on their faces when students are like is he really seriously talking about gender right now and there's only a boy and a girl biologically? Is that what he's saying? Um, you take it for what it is. All right, let's move on. Fucking, oh, I'll go back to the Chick-fil-A shit. Let's round this, let's round this house up. Uh, might be a shorter one today. It's fucking hot in here. But we got Chick-fil-A for breakfast. I've been seeing those a lot. Didn't know they had breakfast. I've been to Chick-fil-A one time in my life, and that was in Arkansas, which seemed fucking apropos to go to Chick-fil-A in the Southern Bible Belt because Chick-fil-A is a very biblical place. Closed on Sundays. I think the owners have family values like the sort of Bible Belt has. However you want to construe that or misconstrue that. Uh, I don't think they like gay people. Wasn't that something? Uh, but all the fucking employees there are fantastic. It's like, it's like the in and out of fucking baptism. It's like the in and out of, of Christianity. Uh, they're nice, friendly fucking kids and older people. F fantastic. So they must treat them pretty well. They must treat them pretty well at Chick-fil-A. Is this still, is this fucking thing still working? God, this fucking microphone. 
Jesus, I can never have fucking anything nice in my life, technologically speaking, ever. Or pretty much anything. All right, I'm just going to fucking push on here. Press on. Uh, so, yeah, I might try maybe a fucking chicken biscuit sandwich. I don't know. I, the chicken never really sounds good for breakfast. I know there's chicken and waffles. That was never intriguing to me for whatever reason. Uh, I remember my son got it when we were fucking laid over in Hawaii when my wife and daughter were just brutally sick after Thailand. And he was finally getting over his sickness. I didn't get sick because I'm a fucking iron steel fucking Viking Jew stomach. But uh, he brought in chicken and waffles, and I was kind of gurgling. I didn't feel the best. And then it just that smell of, of grease and sweetness. Didn't understand it. But people like it, man. People go for that fucking Chick-fil-A like a motherfucker. Uh, and then what I think about a lot of the time is just how wasteful we are as a species. And I don't know if it's this culture, but I'll talk about this culture in general. The old fucking fat American culture. And it, we're food obsessed. We're, we're absolutely obsessed with food. The fact that there's so many people who are doing a door dashing Uber Eats fucking food jet job out there. And you can make a decent amount of extra income off it. Uh, or even sole income if that's what you choose to do as an independent contractor. Which I think more and more people are going towards. Because they don't want a fucking boss telling them what to do. They don't want to have to deal with other people. You don't have to deal with anybody. You just deal with fucking traffic. Well, traffic. That's still, I, I got to do a fucking live Instagram in traffic because it fuck, that's terrible. But anyways, uh, I'm a fucking mess when it comes to traffic. Um, but yeah, people are obsessed with food. I don't know how many times I've delivered. And I did this with various amounts of job in the pizza industry and shit like that. Kind of makes more sense. But these people are paying extra fees to get their food delivered. And I have delivered food to people a mile away from the fucking restaurant. A mile if they just walk their fat asses or even lazy asses or maybe their fucking pre-diabetic bodies, which I probably have too. But if they just did that every time they wanted a fucking uh, 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 a goddamn, what's the shit called that? Fucking McDonald's. The fucking Oreo shake. McFlurry? Thank you. If they want to walk their fucking ass down for a McFlurry or a fucking Panda Express, a fucking frozen orange chicken, which is not bad, by the way for fucking fast uh, Chinese food. If they want to do, they would probably not be as fucking fat and, and unhealthy, but they, they don't. They'll pay the fucking DoorDash fee. The majority of people will put a tip on for me. So they're paying for like a $10 meal. They're paying like 17 bucks to not travel a mile. I understand if you're like in New York City, fucking gridlock, San Francisco, impossible to find parking, impossible to fucking move down certain streets. LA, I kind of maybe get it because who wants to fucking live through that shit? But the area I live in, <coughs> oh God, that was a fucking fire smoke and COVID. Um, uh, where I live, it's busy at times in certain areas, but it takes four minutes to go a mile, even in traffic. So save your $7 and buy more fucking fat, fattening food for your heart and your arteries and your fucking gallbladder. So that one, we're just obsessed with it. Absolutely obsessed with food. And I still don't fully understand it. Uh, I'm a person who will go, I will drive further or I'll ride a bike further or I'll walk places further just because. I'm one of those idiots who parks at the back of a fucking parking lot all the time, which I mentioned many probably times on this fucking thing, but I can't remember. I'm like 40 something episodes into this shit. But I will always consciously park at the end of a parking lot and walk across the entire parking lot. And the people who are ordering DoorDash, I can't get fired for saying this because who's going to fucking fire me? The app? The fucking, the people, the DoorDash service team? They don't know me. Um, but the people who do this are the same people who fucking wait 
five extra minutes to get a front parking spot into the fucking subway parking lot. They just sit there and wait for someone to fucking pull out. Instead of going 20 extra yards away to a nice open three car spot where you don't have to fucking inch your way out of your door so you don't slam into someone else's door. They don't do that. They will consciously fucking on purpose, which I guess consciously means that, they will do it for multiple, multiple minutes just to get that front parking spot. And that's what people who get food delivered to them kind of remind me of. Um, and it's a, that again, I think it's part of obsession. It's that fucking, uh, I think the idea of you didn't know you wanted it until you, you or needed it until you felt, felt you wanted it. I don't know what the fucking term is, but maybe they saw a commercial, a ba-da-ba-ba-ba, they're like, fuck, DoorDash, a goddamn fucking quarter pounder with cheese combo. And I'm not saying this shit doesn't smell good. <coughs> Jesus. Uh, in the car, it does. But I've, I've forsaken the urge. I've gone against the tide of all these wonderful smells of, of, of fat and salt and sugar and death, imminent death, within the next 20 years if you keep fucking throwing that shit down your gullet. I, could, I know it smells good. Like, ah, that does kind of sound good. But I still have not even had not once in about a month. I haven't bought fast food while I'm doing this stupid job, which would be e very easy for anybody to do. Just oh fuck, I'm starving now. Just smelled that egg McMuffin with extra fucking sausage or bacon. I kind of want that baconator. I want that baconator sandwich from Wendy's, which I found out Wendy's has something called baconator, which I didn't know. I've been to Wendy's like twice in my life too. And I'm not saying I'm anti fast food because I'm not. That's something only people can afford. But I don't understand the affording of fucking DoorDash. I don't get it. I don't get how I've delivered to some people who are living in fucking hovels. I mean, just absolute fucking hovels that probably cost $485,000 in this fucking fucked up state. But And they're still doing DoorDash. I'm like, how does this happen? I don't get how that happens. Uh, if someone could please explain to me the economics behind that, I will, uh, I will deliver an order to you from uh let me see let me pick a good joint i'll probably maybe maybe i'll go to like a uh the fucking mountain mike's pizza is one i've seen around. applebee's i'll go to fucking applebee's because that place is just quality so i'll go to applebee's for you and i'll deliver shit and i'll pay the doordash fee and the fucking uh i'll give myself a tip i won't pay for the fucking meal but i'll do that for you so you can get a regular priced meal without the doordash and tip fee and if you could tell me how this works, because I just don't know. I just, don't. if you could tell me how any of this works, why some firemen are douchebags, why we have everybody is now a hero, why we have flies as part of a political debate, why we have chicken sandwiches for breakfast, just why can we, can we do that? Can we, can we explain it to me, please? And one thing that I'll fucking probably end with is that if you don't live in California and you don't know anything about it, but I'm sure I'm, I'm assuming the people who listen to this, they all like, they all know me and they all live probably in California too. Cause they're fucking stupid and they can't move for whatever reason. And I'm one of you, I'm one of them. Um, but people, Californians can't drive in general, I don't think. And that's a, that's a big grandiose fucking, uh, sweeping generalization there. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know how to drive well. I'd say it's a good 85% of people don't know how to drive well uh, in terms of the law. And there's a fucking just big fat fucking diesel truck going by. 
which are those are fucking stupid. If you own a giant diesel truck and you don't work in construction or on some fucking ranch somewhere, you're an idiot. Why would you fucking have those? Anyways, um, we can't drive in this state. People can't drive. And when it gets a little misty, like I mentioned the other day, just a little misty, not rain, wasn't rain. I didn't even have to put on a fucking coat, no jacket, no uh, fucking rain, whatever you want to call them, fucking poncho. No poncho via, via. You didn't, I didn't have to have any of those. Uh, it's just mist, and it felt good. It's like it's almost like a, a, a fucking whale coming in your face through its spout. Uh, that's what it felt. But I was that people can't drive. They go like 19 miles an hour slower because there's a little bit of slickness on the road that's not that slick. Because it's gonna take a lot more fucking rain than that to prove deadly. All right, and. If you own a Prius, you can't drive. I've, I'm fully, that's fully aware of that. If you're a person who owns a giant vehicle and you get out of the car and it doesn't look like you should have a giant vehicle, like you don't have, you're not wearing black socks or you don't have tattoos or you don't have a flattened bill or uh, gauged earrings or, you know, just the fucking typical, uh, I guess, river tucky person. If you're not a bro dude and you hop out of that fucking SUV, you shouldn't be driving it because you don't know how to drive it. You don't have the expertise. Yeah, you didn't do motocross when you were a kid. Or BMX bikes. You just don't don't buy them. Those two people. Minivans, same shit. And especially when the minivan don't use blinkers or their taillights are broken, or at least one of them's broken, you know you're in for a shit show if you have to follow that person for any length of time. A mile, two miles, what have you. Shit show. And you'll see me fucking weaving in and out of traffic like fucking Steve McQueen and Bullet. Or fucking what a Popeye's character in fucking uh, uh, the French Connection. I'll just I'll try to fucking hop over him and all those great fucking Hollywood scenes that are now dead because we don't have good Hollywood anymore. We don't have those scenes anymore. We don't have fucking Gene Hackman as Popeye. We don't have Steve McQueen and Bullet, even though it wasn't a great movie. Uh, but you know what I'm talking about. So I guess we hit some things today. A little rusty um, and a lot of stuff to get to that I didn't really pinpoint. Didn't have any a lot of accuracy. It's kind of like a pell-mell, let's just say, of, of, of thoughts and a pell-mell of ideas that will make the world a lot better place. So vote for me. Put a sticker on your dick or your twat and or your nipples. Use them as fucking pasties uh, in the bedroom when you're trying to warm up your husband who's fucking passed out from uh, uh, a fucking McDonald's coma. You know, use the I voted stickers for that and vote for me. Because I'll have a fly on my shoulder, and it's probably going to be a fucking TT fly, or some fucking fly that will kill me, or or uh, or lay eggs in my armpit, and I'll have fucking maggots coming out of there soon. Because that's the candidate you need, a maggot like me in life and in reality. Talk to you guys next time. Domestic Dawn, out in the fireland. <laughs>